guys, welcome to the newest episode of Drumroll, please. Ah, space for growth. We're here. Four black gentlemen have the privilege of interviewing our beautiful Dominican gaffer right here, also known as Damien. Gaffer. <laughs> also known as Damien. Today's episode of Space for Growth. Our underlying theme is self-expression and and sex and self-care. <laughs> if you had a chance to tune into our last episode, you would have known that. Success is defined not only by what is inside of your heart, but what is also defined by what is inside of your pockets. That's money. That's money. I, I know I fucked up oh, my words. I, didn't, I didn't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> I was all right, all right, all right. So, so, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with our, go, let's go along with our normal proceedings. So, welcome to Space for Growth. Let's go, guys. All right, all right. And you know. Normally, my, it's your boy, my compiled thoughts, also known as thoughts. To the right of me is Geo. You can call me Geo Soul. Also known as. Don't call me that. Also, don't don't call you what. No, I'm just fucking around. Okay, 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 okay. I, I'm gonna just speak up, brother. <laughs> All right. To left of me is Ray. Hey, hey, hey. Also known as Ray. Hey. To left of him is Damien. Also known as. Damien. Oh, I thought your name, your other name was like First Dave, Dave Gaffer, no, Dave, no, Gaffer, Gaffer. Dave Gaffer. Dave Gaffer. Dave Gaffer. Dave And then to the left of him is... Caesar. Caesar Lazar Jr. And today, we have the best episode ready for you guys. All right, so so let's start off. Let's start off with our normal. How was everybody's week? Damon, it's been cold. Hey, let's Damon. start off with Damon. You're our guest. You're it's been guest. cold, bro. It's, a, it's been a cold ass week in every really? way possible. You do any, mm -hmm. yeah. any work? Huh? Did I do any work? Um, yeah, I did some editing. We shot a video. Uh, can't say for who, but it will be out soon. Um, oh, 100k? 100k? 100k likes? 100k? Million. Million? No, I don't Million. know. Dubs. Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would be cool. It'll come out like in late March. So, okay. yeah, we did that. Uh, crammed it all. Drafted it up to treatment like within the week. Jeez. Finished the video yesterday. So, pretty excited about that one. Yeah. Nice. People probably What's know up? by you talking now, but you, we didn't even introduce that you're a. What do you do? Oh, what do you do? What is What do you do? I guess I do filmmaking, uh, cinematography, directing, editing, the whole whole nine yards. I, I write, direct, mostly do a lot of shooting, uh, stuff like that. Music videos, commercials, narratives, corporate shit, mm. everything. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's What's go. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Mr. Cinematographer. <laughs> Not Gaffer, cinematographer. Mm. Really? What about you, Caesar? What's good? For the week? I mean, it, it was just been, it's been a dragged out week. Just feels long. <laughs> it felt like a long week. Just a lot of shit. <laughs> it's just a lot of shit. Bro, just this, felt this long. Snowfall this week. <laughs> I could have done without this week. <laughs> what about you, Ray? What's going on? Um, me, um, my week was just a basic week. I didn't really do much. Worked, came home, league play, worked. Yeah. That's about it. Um, but um, overall, 
got a lot coming up that I gotta do. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Just about saying this was this was a pretty average week, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nothing crazy, nothing out the ordinary, you know. I get to release a beautiful video that was directed by you yeah. truly? Oh, oh me? Yeah, he shot, just shot I, it. I just shot it, bro. You're the one. You, you carried the vision. Me? Directing would be like you came to me with like a treatment. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't think of uh, like tonight. I directed tonight. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a good idea. But like Romeo and Juliet, that was like both of us. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't just like my idea. It wasn't just like yeah. It wasn't just like he was yeah. like, you do this. Yeah, do this and this. Twisted this Weekend this. was like more your idea more than anything else. That was a fun video. Oh, ah, that was a fun video. That's yeah, the less nah, it's like you normally come with the idea. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I usually come with the idea and you materialize it. It's like, world, I want to have a video where like jumping off of the fucking fence and flying into space. And you'll be like, oh, it's not doable. Not possible. Not possible. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, like, Damien, Damien's some, one of the few artists I can literally just talk to an imagery for him and he'll understand exactly what I'm saying. Literally, bro. Like the Twisted Weekend shoot, literally, I'm over. I'm like, yo, so we just gotta make it seem like everybody is flying. And him and Junior, Junior was also over there helping with the camera and shit, directing shit. He was like, hey, this looks good, this looks, this looks good, good. But every time I say some crazy shit, bro, they even be like, word, cool, we can do it. And then I don't know what the fuck happened, but it worked. <laughs> You know what I mean? But yeah, well, it like, good. It nonetheless, nonetheless, like, it was it was a pretty steady week. Like, I'm very happy with, um, I'm very happy with where I'm at now. You know what I mean? Like, relative to, like, anything else, like, in the world, like, I feel like I'm blessed. And I'm just counting all my blessings. You know what I'm saying? Because the reality is, and this is, this is all I get to say, smear campaigns never worked on the truly just. <laughs> I'm just seeing the edits in my head. This video is gonna be. Honestly, my week was it was a little rough, but like it ended pretty good. So I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go with this flow, as opposed to like thinking back, because I don't even want to think about this week. This I week, don't. Flow. Yeah, I don't. It was too yeah. cold. It was bro. too cold. Yeah, fuck, fuck the cold, bro. Like I don't know. I I was, bro. I've been swiping right on this fucking girl on like Bumble. Oh my god! <laughs> and like she hit me with some. Yo, I really love this weather. And I've never seen myself so quickly unmatch with someone. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 bro. I'm talking like there's certain things I'm just realizing. Oh me. If you talk too positively about the cold, we can't be friends. Like I'm. A <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? But y'all feel me? No, I like the cold. But I don't care if someone. No, no, no. I find it. I think I feel like you're you're attacking my. my <laughs> Like, bro, nigga, I'm a whole black person, bro. I'm melanated. That means I get my power from the sun. That means if you don't like it warm, that means you don't like the sun. And if you don't like the sun, you don't like my black skin. Oh, no. I, I don't think that's... I, I, no, no, I, I swear to God, I put on my Umar hat for that one, bro. That shit was deep, because think keep about it, it right? Keep it over there. As a melanated person, right, Damien? You're light-skinned right now, but during the summer, this motherfucker becomes dark as shit, bro. I swear to God. the same skin color right now. I'm that's not <laughs> Like, I, I miss, yo, I miss being, like, three shades darker, bro, because I feel like a, a pure-ass fucking bull. You know what I'm saying? You ever see those black-ass bulls? <laughs> Let's get back on topic. That, that's me that's derailing my shit. All right, so, so, damn you, Luis. Oh, I, I was just going to no, go ask him a question. Yeah, I was going to ask him a question, too. Open yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> All right. 
I guess I guess the big question that everybody's gonna want to know is what got you into filmmaking and directing and the, the whole all, all, the whole mm-hmm. all that all of it, all of it, all cinematography. Yeah, so way back in high school, uh, freshman year, I used to I used to rap and uh, did this. <laughs> <laughs> This is about to get good. Listen, listen. This is about to get good. Um, so I used to rap, right? Really into poetry, like like typical spoken word. T- typical kid in the spoken word, like used to rap. My boy had a mic, AT2020. Um, and then I realized that the way to make money was not through rapping, but it was to make content for rappers mm. and that's like what slowly became it just became like a quick like economic thing where it was like looked at any rapper out there and i was like okay you either it was like yeah it was like i can like and the scene in boston was like so at that, at that time there was like there wasn't any yeah. and now like it's gotten a lot bigger definitely for artists and filmmakers but like mm-hmm. When I came in with uh, basically the same time as him, um, there was like n- practically no videos of like a certain quality. So it really came in with like that initiative, um, hoping to do that. And then, you know, watching music videos and stuff like that. I went to an after school program um, during high school. So that had raw helped. Artworks. Raw Artworks. Shout out Raw Artworks. Shout out Raw. Um, y'all know. <laughs> um, that really helped uh, kind of like make me realize that there was more to it because I would like edit like Call of Duty videos and shit like that. And I was like, whatever. But that was like another way to make money. Um, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, mm-hmm. fucking people like, pay like, so much like video. The quick scoping mm-hmm. montages, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was so much money in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would do that. And then I finally got my hands like on a camera, realized how cameras work. And then that kind of became the music video. So. Mm, Shit. That's crazy. So how nah, long, nah, but let's go back to the rap. Wait, how long? Before, <laughs> before, before we ask about rap, I'm not freestyling. <laughs> Shit. Yo, stop <laughs> the microphone. I'm gonna peek this shit. <laughs> how, how long have you been filmmaking? <laughs> I, 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 I started taking it seriously. Um, I don't count 2018 as a year. Um, so I started taking it seriously. It just wasn't a year. The same that way, was, like, like some people don't count 2020 20, as a year. Yeah, yeah, okay. I counted as a year, but 2018 was not a year. I counted. Count so so I No, I doesn't exist. Not the year that you started. technically not a year, but you took it serious during that time frame. Yeah, yeah. Basically, right after that. So I really dove back into it. That was like around the time when like Felix's Nothing had came out, and like that. That's. I, I came back onto the scene um, after basically like a year hiatus um, and then prior to that like we had done stuff in 2016 a little bit in 2017 but like I wasn't really that active and I really came back at the end this of 2018 yo I met Damien only because of the fact that this motherfucker I think it was on he definitely DM'd yeah, yeah, yeah. yo bro this motherfucker yo fam tell me why I'm at my crib and I, I'm, I'm peak I'm peak youth man I'm over here making these songs I'm like singing like what's his He's name like baby face yeah I'm like baby like baby I'm like, I'm like motherfucking, um, what's his name? He was in, um, a goofy, a really goofy movie. Uh, Whitney Houston's husband. Goofy? Am I sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Whitney Houston's husband. I don't know. No, y- y'all know the, the Bobby name. Bobby Brown? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was a young Bobby Brown back in the day. I'm talking back like, oh, yeah. When I was like a pre-com in the music industry, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Alright. Right, so I'm over, I'm chilling, I'm like worried, I'm jaded as shit. And out of nowhere, this guy just reaches out to me and goes, Yo, hey man, 
can you come to my house and like I could tie you in the basement and basically shoot a music video for your song tonight? And that was a fucking vibe. Right? And that's <laughs> literally, literally, literally. And me being me, 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 I'm like, I pull I pull up my this back when me and Demetri were super cool. I pull up with Demetri because Demetri back then was a little little big ass guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right? So I'm like, alright, if anything's really about to happen to me, at least I have Demetri with me. Because this girl back to last week's episode, bro. It's not fun dying alone, you know what I'm saying? That's only you, bro. Oh my god. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas wouldn't go to war with me, bro? No. That's different. He wants to get as opposed, sick. As opposed to being like, I'm getting sick by myself. It, you didn't see the last episode yet, because it hasn't came out. <laughs> but like, he said, if, if I got the zombie virus, y'all wouldn't want to be zombies with me? No. <laughs> How am I, I going to even know that I'm a zombie? Yeah, bro. Like, bro. But I feel you really so, so we're over there. We're over there. We're chilling. And we pull up to, to fucking Damien's curb. He's like, word. And like, and like, so we pull up. He like, I don't know what the fuck happens. He ties me the fuck up. The date. Jumichi's over there just guiding everything. And I'm over there practicing. He's like, here's the concept. After he tied you up? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Bro, listen. This is what... I'm gonna just skip the part and just bullshit you. That's what he be doing. Okay. Nah, nah, he, I'm, he I'm completely pretty... like I. So basically, email happened. We meet up at Wonderland. He gets into my car. Doesn't ask me many questions. And we, <laughs> we just drive to my bro, house. Bro, bro, ask, bro. This is this is a real thing, right? I don't be asking. Like, 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 no shit, like, bro. I could have <laughs> fucking killed this man. And he's, he's like, he's like, so where you from? Bro, he didn't even he's question like, me. <laughs> he didn't ask for any work. He didn't even know I had a camera until like he was already tied up. And I was like, all right, word. I'm gonna go grab all my stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna be a lot. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. A lot of the problems in my life would have been avoided if I asked more questions. Uh, and this is facts. This is this is a, this is really facts. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't. That's just that. that's just that's just my thing, bro. Like my thing is okay. It's just about to pop up. I don't want to know. It's just about to pop up. But shit, just pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, worst case scenario is that you, can't, you did kill me. That was another story, but at least I'm be, I'm darn happy not knowing shit. Oh, I'm saying? still that. No, I feel where he's coming from. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. very much bliss. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're, if you're cheating on me, keep it on the low. Cause okay, no, that's a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, continue, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, long story short, you end up producing this amazing ass video. And then, like, after that, like, I don't know, we just started hanging out a lot more. You know what I'm saying? I, I, he, he ended up moving, and then I, he got this, like, beautiful spot in sailing. I was, like, just crashing there for, like, ever, bro. So it was a vibe. Where, where, where did the fake blood come from? What, what, what was the fake blood in that ketchup. video? What was it made out of? Please. No, it wasn't ketchup. It was, uh, it, it's like a common trick, corn syrup, and it's just food. Oh, yeah! <laughs> so you do blue you do blue and green, and that gives you, like, a thicker red mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, just a regular red. Yo, when I, I remember when I posted the first screenshot of that video, niggas were like, are you okay? Are you good? And this was, like, That's in the early stage so of Instagram. Fun, yeah, Instagram, and I was like, this Twitter, is good old days. so weird. This is when Instagram was good and life was, this is when life was really good to me. Did you realize you, life was pretty good a couple years ago. I'm sorry. No. That was like 2016, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was 2016. 2016 was chips. Five years. Chips? Yeah. I love 2016. Yeah, 2016 was the best year, bro. I hated the end of 2016. It was, it was a good year. It was a good year. 2018, now 2018, 2018 was terrible. 2018 was a solid year. I remember. 2018 ended lit. 
remember. Really? You think so? 20, 20, the end of 2018. <laughs> I, yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. But 2018. But 2018 was, 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 was And then the end of, the end, it was the end of 2019 for me, bro. That shit was lit as shit. Was but go ahead. <clears throat> ask me the question you're going to ask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going back on the rap. Nah, I just want to know, man. Like, you got some bars. No. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Bro, I literally don't got... I couldn't even, like, think you, right you now. You just don't really... Where you go, I, you haven't gone back to that sense? No, nah, I, like, I'll, like, write, like, poetry and shit like oh, that, but okay. I won't... I definitely, like, I don't rap or, like, do the spoken word side of it. I just... You know, I let the pros do that shit. I thought you were... No, but you write, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You write, like... Like see, like I'll write, yeah, I'll write like scripts and stuff oh. like that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. so I, I feel like right. Yeah, I think you, you can write, you can write. You said what you write. We freestyle. Uh, <laughs> uh no, we we had somebody. We produced him on FL. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we got we had the whole setup. Bro. I feel like so. A question for you is, how do you, with as busy as you are, find like how do you recover? Mm. Like how do you? Take care of yourself because I feel like you're always doing something related to that. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have any days offs. <clears throat> I'm gonna yeah. be real with y'all, bro. Like, like, like I, all y'all niggas, y'all, none of y'all niggas have days off. I, yeah, I mean, twenty. So 2018 was a year where like I, I learned. I like I learned my fucking lesson. You know, I mean, I learned about burnout. I learned about just like taking on way too much shit, and that's like like I just couldn't do it anymore. So it was after that that like that idea of like recovering that I like even as minimal as it is like going to the gym right like shit like that like that's a break because mm-hmm. um, that's like when my mind is not trying to think about like fucking uh, yeah, anything work related mm-hmm. or like you know if I'm about to like go to sleep like I'll like my phone's almost always on do not disturb no matter what me too because people just text like like random ass people just be texting <laughs> me and shit yeah mad late and they're like asking me like video questions just like bro I'm like I'm not gonna reply to you. And for on top of that, you should be using my email. So like, I try really hard to like funnel everybody into like my email, my Instagram, so that like nobody is com- like interfering with my personal life. So it's like really like trying to have that separation. That's what I learned is that like business and personal life don't always mix. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. The phones. That's what the reason I got. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the reason why you get two phones. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know. <laughs> Nah, I'm not reading. 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 I'm not Commercial break. Cool. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm not. <laughs> now, uh, another question I had for you was more so f- about, well, it's about workload too. It's mm-hmm. about um, working on, how do you make time for working on personal projects mm-hmm. that you want to make and then projects that you get from artists yeah, or get yeah. from when you're making a commercial or something? Like, how do you break up when you're like oh I'm gonna do my stuff like, yeah yeah oh. yeah I mean you know it becomes a it's a mixed bag it's like fi- like finances it's usually like the biggest thing it's like if you have the finances to do something then like you can probably do it yeah. with uh, the recent project self-titled that was something where it was like I had to do it um, for multiple reasons so it was like 
I'm going to find the time. It's like, I, like you really just got to like, like clear it off. And you can't have the idea of like fear of missing out, right? Like it, it applies to a lot of things where it's like, you can't be like, oh man, like if I pass down this job, like I'm never going to work again, right? Like that's just the nature of freelancing. So you really can't, you can't get into that mindset because then you're never going to work on your own stuff. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is that the stuff that pays the best is going to be shit you never want to do. And the stuff that pays the worst is going to be like all the cool projects, like the music videos, like you independent wise, you, you're not going to make a living from a fucking music video. Like it's just not possible. Um, but on the largest scale you can, when you're working with record labels, but like that's so much more stress and there's so many more people involved. So it's like that idea of it being feeling like your project, it quickly escapes you. Yeah. It just just goes away. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you really got to try to find the time and you gotta want it, right? Like you gotta want to make a personal project. It, it's tough. I mean, I didn't want to make self-titled for a really long time because I was like, I don't need to. Um, Wait, but, what? What is self-titled? Because you, yeah. I, I, very few of us know what that is. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so tell us the history. So like, like I'll, I'll give like a little bit of background. So self-titled is literally what it is. A self-titled film project by yours truly, Damien Meija. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very passionate. <laughs> um, self-titled is a short film starring Luke Barr's, uh My Guy Thoughts is also featured in it. Uh, can't reveal his role, unfortunately. Um, but it's a short film basically about this guy who's in the process of trying to finalize his album. And then he begins to go through this psychological and spiritual journey as the things around him slowly begin to distort. And he tries to figure out what everything around him means mm-hmm. while trying to complete the album. Bro, that shit sound mad interesting. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, nah, <laughs> bitch. <man. laughs> I'm like, yo, I gotta check this shit now. How'd you, how'd you fund that project? Like, like, what happened with that? Um, it was one of those things where, so basically we'd, we'd shot almost all of the film first, um, and then I went the Kickstarter route, so I pretty much financed the project, paid, like, just paid for all of it, and then we had cut the trailer and then we put it out there um, mm-hmm. as like, hey, like, we're, you know, we're trying to raise money basically. Um, and then a few people jumped on, a few like big people had jumped on. We had a production company who like gave us a good amount of money to complete our goal. Mm-hmm. And now they'll be involved as kind of like an executive producer on the project. Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it was a huge risk cause it was like, I wanted to shoot it. COVID was like right on our asses um, mm-hmm. in October. So October, 2020. So just couldn't like risk it anymore so I just like put as much money as I could into it I was like I really hope I make this money back (laughs) (laughs) so you said you said COVID was like was like high risk like do you feel like the the, do you feel like COVID has changed Oh yeah, go ahead. I was gonna ask a different question. Wait, what do you, you feel like COVID has changed? Because you said you said you're in the mi- we were in the middle of COVID in October, <laughs> and then like so I'm basically taking that that presumption that we were in the middle of COVID to now. Do you feel like things have changed? No. Yeah, I wanna, yeah just just in terms of filmmaking, in terms of like the way you you deal with it, like yeah, I mean I feel your like mentality. I, I feel like everybody deals with it. You know, every, every month we go through a new phase of like yeah. there there's a new way of understanding. It's like testing. Mm-hmm. For me, at least, it's gotten a lot easier. It's like, in October, like, it was pretty, like, trying to get a test would take you hours. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, it takes me 10 minutes, you know what I mean? And like, everywhere. there's a system, yeah, and there's, so, like, places in Boston, Newton, Revere, like, there are places almost everywhere, and some of those tests are, like, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that, like, there, there are just so many elements that have gotten a lot easier, but at the same time, um, you know, locations are still tough to get into, you know, so all that's just, it's just really tight. It's a very tight grip on what you can do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people dying has 
slowed down to some extent. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I have a different Now I have a different no, question. With, no, I have a different question. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. With that, like, well, yeah, it's a question like, about this. Example, with that being said, like, for example, do you feel like in like a, a year or two, or I feel like personally the way I look at it right now is people are just, wait, I think everybody's waiting for it to just become a common flu. Like, Mm-hmm. The U.S. is gonna keep them. Everybody's gonna delay it until they come up with some uh, something new. Like right now, you can get tests easily. Mm-hmm. Soon it's just gonna be like a regular thing, where oh, you go to doctor's office, where mm-hmm. everything's okay. Oh, it's yeah. just COVID. Oh, it's just it's nothing. Oh, he caught COVID. That's just gonna that's be it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 After all the research is done and they have all the answers, yeah, it's gonna be the flu. Uh, pneumonia, pneumonia for a week. Yeah, I mean, it's not like people die from that shit. It's like people die from mm-hmm. everything, yes. like the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, people die. People die from eating, my nigga. For real. So it's like you know, like, is COVID gonna be a runner-up? Probably. But yeah. I, you know, I'm no scientist, so I couldn't even yeah, yeah, begin okay. to speculate. What, what I was gonna ask is, what, what is your thoughts on the film industry now because of what happened with COVID? Uh, what what they're doing now with releasing on HBO now Ooh. HBO Max at oh, the same time question. HBO Max yeah. at the same time as in theaters and also what is your thoughts on like where do you think it'll, it'll go in the future do you think it'll, it'll go back to what it was or mm-hmm. if it's going to be some sort of hybrid yeah I mean I, you're seeing that shit like across every every industry it's like there's going to be a new normal and just like every industry whoever can be whoever can get to the finish line first of the new normal, they're going to come out victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So HBO Max was the first one to do it. Does that mean they're going to win? I don't know. I, they don't have enough uh, of a base to do it. Like if Disney was to do that, that's going to be huge. Yeah. If Netflix is to do that, Netflix also <laughs> is already on a streaming platform. So like they don't have as much. But like imagine next Marvel movie was going to be a streaming only type of thing. It's like that would set a huge standard considering that Marvel pretty much carries the entire industry. Mm-hmm. So movie movie theaters, especially the small like local theaters, like they're gonna get they're getting destroyed. Yeah. Uh, what like the showcase clothes, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean like Somerville or not Somerville, C- uh, Cinema Salem clothes, like mm-hmm. all of the local theaters they close and like this the streaming words is only gonna continue and it becomes something where like Wall Street and politics and just becomes such like a like it destroys the movie industry essentially like I feel like a lot of industries are essentially being destroyed in this day and age like I feel like we're we're in path for a new normal yeah I think this, this destroyed is probably the wrong word I think a lot of them are being reborn but obviously mm-hmm. with that rebirth like there's gonna come I mean from an economic like there's job losses right but also people Marketing. there's gonna be a new perspective to be to come from all this, especially I mean, music mm-hmm. is going to be especially, completely yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially yeah, people wanting to jump into the music industry too. It's like, mm-hmm. what is the? It's almost as if it's a little scarier because it's like, what's the benefit if I can't tour? Mm-hmm. And these big record labels are making all of my streaming money. It's like what? It's like this isn't. I want. I can't live the way I lived mm-hmm. before because tour money is where I rely on. Mm-hmm. Tour money, merch, and it's like if I'm not touring. If I'm not touring, then. Well, I, again, like for the music industry in term, I, I really do believe that we're just going to go back to what it was in the 80s or prohibition <laughs> times. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, because like, think about it. Like there's there's a war in the, in the normal gathering in a sense. Like if, if we were to get like a party and have like 50 people in there, we're fucked. <laughs> if the police come through, we're getting a huge ass fine. So realistically, you're gonna start seeing a lot more covert, covert movements, like a lot more. Shit. Yeah, underground shit. And that's mm-hmm. that's on, honestly where this whole industry is going to be. It's yeah. like 
I feel like in this day and age, it's like you have to get your people, and that those are the people that you could really boom. Don't don't move past your people. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was gonna say I agree. I feel like with with that shift, you're gonna start seeing like people trying to run their own forms of like businesses and stuff underground, and like I feel like that's the reason why you're seeing like the rise of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. is that like people are starting to sense like oh wait shit's gonna be mad different mm-hmm. let me let me buy all this stuff now mm-hmm. that way I can still like funnel money and stuff mm-hmm. so it's nice to see like people are starting to just like think and they're starting to get creative and I like that I like yeah, this nah, that's one thing COVID has done made people a lot more creative mm-hmm. oh, another question I have to follow up on you saying that think music scene is gonna be more underground or gathering base it's but how underground can it be now with social media mm-hmm. the way it is I'm That's asking it. you as an artist yeah, you know, because yeah. like how underground can it actually be because social media is right there like before it was like like I always use sports analogies but like mm-hmm. like a local like a local like a basketball game like Celtics game that's not nationally televised mm-hmm. you wouldn't really know much about it other than the box score but now with like social mm-hmm. now with social media the way it is it's like now you can know stat lines, highlights of everything. Immediately. At, immediately. <clears throat> so like you know whether said person's playing good. So it's so like for music, how does it I mean how does it stay hidden? For me, yeah. I feel like social media is only getting worse and worse as the as the months go by. Like you're starting yeah, to see worse. But because think about the way the algorithm is changing. It's like maybe maybe two or three years ago you could get organic growth. Mm-hmm. But nothing is organic anymore. But I think like, the, the the algorithm and you benefit the most from this, honestly, because you're like, why did you post on reels today? Like, that's you feeding well, into the algorithm. Yeah, that's what I'm, I, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I'm just saying the algorithm. Like, like I'm also like promoting my promoting the video. Too. Yeah, I, yeah. I also put like money into like the promotion video. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, like I am playing the game. But the reality is, like I do feel like at some point we're gonna have to like. Like for me personally, I'm still I'm just trying to figure out like what can I potentially do right now to make it so that put, that social media is not the main source of me. You know what I mean? It's gonna be. No, no, no. It doesn't like it doesn't have to be. There's like that's this is where this is where people get creative because it's like mm. the problem right now is like centralization. I feel like I'm centralized on social media. It's like someone could say anything, say, say anything about my character. And literally give give like half half of whatever it is about me, and then like that could potentially destroy like whatever I built on social media. I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. So it's like it's like realistically, how do I make it like in terms of crypto? How do I make some my whole life is is fucking decentralized so that like you have to create an entity that's separate. Exactly, of you, and that's which in, is yeah, which do, which is ultimately what I am. Doesn't doing. necessarily like, mean the eighty six social mm-hmm. media. It just means to like. Mm-hmm. You were to create a record label, right? Mm-hmm. You're only a part of that record label. So it's like they wouldn't trash the record label. They would instead just trash you directly. But it's mm-hmm. not going to affect the record label nearly as much. Right? Exactly. Like, but that's, that's ultimately, that's ultimately <laughs> what I'm doing. Because like for me, like, like when, it comes, when it comes down to it, I feel like the truth or strength, and you could say this as like a videographer or, or cinematographer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As a cinematographer, it's like the idea is the difference between having to rent your own lights versus <laughs> owning your own lights. Which has its pros and cons. Exactly, because like one of them is storage, dramatic. which is one, one of them is storage, but the other one is also accessibility. Mm-hmm. The other one is also you get to get, you get to be a gatekeeper as mm-hmm. well. You get to be like, all right, hey, I'm gonna rent you these micro mm-hmm. these these lights. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's basically what I want to set myself up for an artist as well. It's like I want to be able to get to a point where like I look at social media and it's like it's like whatever's happening on there is happening on there, but I can't fuck with my money. 
and the reality is, and like, like it's it's a double edged sword because like the bigger, the bigger, and the more, the more popular you get as an artist, the the fucking anything could just catch on fire and just take you, Sorry. or just fucking either. They always say bad pub. There's no such thing as bad publicity. So like, I, I don't really if if publicity is neutral at the end of the day. Now I mean, just that it just sucks that people are gonna ultimately have a pre opinion about who you are as an individual versus whatever whatever you actually are. Yeah, just based mm-hmm. off. Based yeah. off of yeah, yeah they see pe- they see pieces. They see yeah. they they'll see um, part of a TMZ story. Mm-hmm. They'll come up with half the story. They'll get with, and yeah. they'll read the headline. And that's like that's, 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 that's the end of you. But going yeah. back to that, it's like you're only feeding pieces too. No, but it's like you can only. It's like they're only catching pieces because, like, realistically, Team Z is not following you around during your whole day. Mm-hmm. But people that's are going to catch you. every day on Instagram. No, I know, but they're going to catch you. At, well, that's well, that's a, that's the thing. I, that's why I don't get mad at artists for posting. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah, I have to post my highlights because every every media outlet is gonna post whatever I do mm-hmm. that's negative. Yeah. So yeah. I got it's like it's trying to level the playing. But at oh, the God. same time, that fear keeps people from being in a from being authentic, mm-hmm. which is the problem with social media. Like people mm-hmm. are afraid of like one bad post changing or shifting the course of their lives, and it's forcing people to like stay in this certain lane that they might not even want to that's that, that's anymore. important because like like you were saying like we live in a headline headline centric fucking environment mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like what i'm realizing and like like which what, what like we've obviously been talking about this for years but like what i'm realizing is that like yo the my best case scenario for the safety of my career and also myself is to literally be as like showing only highlights i can't like showing sort of I can't show my family nothing personal on there because the personal is what the what people are coming to attack the most mm-hmm. now so let's say I had a daughter I put my daughter up on social media anything happens with me my daughter's gonna get the blunt end of the string too. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying my mom my sister everybody mm-hmm. so it's like and protection like I feel like there has to be like a direct protection because like the reality is like not everybody is really not everybody is really here for for you for you no, I mean not. You're not supposed to. Not everybody, especially especially as a man. Like like the reality is the dangers that the extras that we have to walk on as men are way are are just could just disintegrate our whole reputation. And that reputation is literally everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like so. So I guess this is a good. This is a good segue. Like, what would be? How do you feel like your reputation has shifted throughout the course of this pandemic, or like throughout the course of the years? Or like the image that you yeah. yeah, I mean, I I've stayed pretty true to what my Instagram has been for the past two three years. You know, I my Instagram was very personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty seventeen going into twenty eighteen, and then you know everything had happened, and I was just like, I want to like rebranding essentially, mm-hmm. and I just realized that you know the I like I don't I think social media is huge for filmmakers mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. I'm not going to say that you need it, um, but it, it helps a lot. Yeah, it helps connect because um, there are huge huge networks like similar to what you were saying earlier about this idea of like a decentralized network mm-hmm. there's an instagram page that you can basically follow um and it's this network of uh, filmmakers of color and they, like there's a very thorough application process for you to get in so it's this idea of like an exclusive network mm-hmm. that basically you can go to as this like safety type of like a safe sure. haven um so there's shit like that that like you would never get just like on the street mm. um but in terms of like this idea of like brand and representation i think it's it's really you want to analyze what you want to get from mm. instagram right like instagram is my main my main place that i post so it's like i really look at instagram it's like okay if i'm gonna post a photo of me working why am i posting this because 
most likely I either want to show a client when they go on my page that like what the gear looks like, what all this looks like, mm -hmm. or I want to show, you know, other filmmakers what I'm doing so that a director, a producer, somebody like that can basically hire me. So it's, it's, it's usually whenever I post something, it's either one or it's that one. Black magic yeah. with the film grain. <laughs> it's also it like, it, it, it's, it's interesting to see how social, I think, a lot of the problem with social media is that people need more need to realize now that it is a um, it's a tool. It's like it's not it's not no it's no longer that personal space where you just post. It's that's not what it is anymore. It's a tool now. It's a, it's a marketing tool. It's you're building you're building the business or the image that is you. So like mm -hmm. so being, even being as as particular as that it's like, okay, I'm posting this because I know clients are gonna see it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, and at that, and I think social media would be a, a lot better if people realize that that's what it is now. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's no longer a personal platform. Oh, no, it's oh, it's oh it's like Facebook, was That for me, that's, that's the hardest no, transition. Yeah. That's the hardest transition for me because I love, I love connecting with so many different people, you know what I'm saying? But like the hardest, the hardest thing that I've had to learn throughout these years is that first of all, not everybody's your friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people are just on your social media. A lot of people are just on you in general just because like, just because, you know I mean? There's really no other reason but just because. And mm -hmm. it's like, that that to me, it, it comes off like, when you say it like that, that, that scares me a little because it's like. Um, wait, so do you have a negative like, I look on social? I do. I do. I feel like but, I feel uh, like... Wait, for someone like you who's on it 24-7. Oh, well, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love it because, like, cause, like, I love talking. Saying, I love communicating. You're always on it. Like, I'm always, I'm always on it, but, like, like I'm not on the same way. Like, even Twitter, for example. I've been on Twitter, like, for a while now. Like, I don't... You just I'm, break? You just see break? Like, 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 I'm, I'm, like, I got, I'm just, I just, like, I, I used to be a lot more vocal, a lot more, like, fearless on there, but it's, like, it's horrifying to just see just, like... Because I think the world just only been telling me these last few months that, yo, literally don't let anything sort of dirty your image, in a mm -hmm. sense. You know what I mean? Don't let anything fuck around with it. But I think that at some to some degree, you have to understand and like really look at what it is exactly that you are posting and why you're posting. Because well, I, yeah. like, I feel like... I feel like... I feel like... Because if you have a following and people are watching what you say and people are trying to jump in and stuff and they see that you post something that, with all due respect, could be offensive to someone, mm -hmm. then they're probably like, why would he post this? Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like everybody... Like, on social media, everybody just wants to share your thoughts. And it's like, the reality is we're not, we're not all the same people. And a lot of my thoughts, again, like, I... I always tell people this. I really am an artist, bro. I really am trying to take whatever is normal, whatever is out there, whatever, like, like my whole, the whole idea behind my name is philosophical. So I'm trying to take whatever is, whatever is there and trying to take that and stretch that. And you have to realize society doesn't like change. You know? So no, but with, sorry, what change is like going, change going back to social media. Social yeah. media has to change for it to grow. Same like you, mm -hmm. me, for you to, you had to change. You mm -hmm. went from rapping and out of nowhere, you realized the bigger picture, mm -hmm. you grew. That's gonna happen, bro. No matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. I think. I don't understand. I think, but part of it is like understanding that, like, so it has to still appear as if it's a personal platform. Mm -hmm. Because but that's like, what, that, like that's what them, Clubhouse them, does. I think all of them have to appear as a personal platform because if everybody's a marketer on there, you're not gonna be on there. And mm -hmm. why would you? Why would you be on there if everybody's marketing? Nice. It's like it's like no, for real. But like it's like it's like if I'm. If everybody's a creator, who's gonna consume? 
Right. You need consumers. Mm. It's so, nice. so that's why they have to, it's like it has to appear as if it's still a personal platform when it's very much like the algorithm shifting so that they you can spend more money to try to get into mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. personal but there's less and less people actually on it, mm-hmm. but you're spending giving them more and more money. Mm. Like if it wasn't about the personal connection, we would all be on LinkedIn right now. Exactly. Socializing, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. like, like we're but not. At the same time, it's also because LinkedIn is hella robotic, bro. Like, it's so, but they, they've, like, they've, like, they've changed yeah, it a lot. Yeah. It looks like Facebook. It looks like Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Is it lit? I don't know how to say it. It's pretty dope. You got to get it. It's pretty fucking dope. You want to jump? Go on LinkedIn. Bro, yeah. it's like so many you can legit find job easily. Yeah. Just look up the company you want to work for, bro. No bullshit. Just look it up, pay attention to this shit. Yeah. You know what to do from there. Yeah, yo, yo, you got jobs from LinkedIn? Yeah, it's easy. People bro. have hit me up through it's LinkedIn. Easy. I think I think the most hilarious the most hilarious story that you told me, Damien. Yo, bro, tell me why, right? So this was like a couple years ago. Tell me why, like this is like probably like fifteenth like video shoot, right? He's like, yo, I got fucking, I got this job from this Asian guy, right? And I ended up going to like this parking lot right there. And then literally, he's like, he's like, but I was so scared the entire video shoot. And tell me why, bro. Yo, bro, man, goes, yo, they were just fucking shaking this gun in my face the whole shoot. I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. And like, I just like that leads to my question. I'm like, yo. How have you been dealing with like the idea of like like drugs and like weapons and all that fictional shit, quote unquote? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the videos, you see, you see how you see you see how yeah, it looks. That is like, yo, bro, bro. At the end of the day, bro, like I think that that shit, like that shit's lame. You know what I mean? And like if you, and the way this was a part of the whole 2018, like we're like a rebirth. It was like. It was like, okay, like, if you, uh, I have nothing against that, right? Like, if your music's about that, whatever, like, let's do something about it then. But I don't want to, like, do a video of, like, a bunch of girls shaking their ass and, like, you're inside the kitchen, like, fucking stirring a pot. You know what I mean? Like, that shit's lame. Everybody has already seen that. It's like, there's nothing new to it. Like, let's do something where, like, I don't know, maybe, like, you're in a fucking, like, you're in a meadow and, like, girls are shaking their ass and you're twisting a pot. It's just about that idea of like just just change it like just take whatever idea you have and make it as crazy as possible. It's, and this is what I do. People are gonna pay attention. People are gonna be like, oh shit, like that's interesting. Like all of the best videos are not the same shit all the time. Yeah, it's something new that comes into the scene, but it's like just different enough, but it just works. But that's true. But that's rap now. Like rap is just a lot of people jumping onto a trend and seeing if they can ride with it. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, no, there's no real creativity yeah, behind it. To it. You got you gotta dig deep. At least I, that's more of a blame on like the labels, every like the gatekeepers, like the gatekeepers make it. Oh no, don't put that out. We need this. Yeah. Is it plugged in? Yeah. No, like, yeah. Is that? Yeah. All right. Cool. You good? Yeah, nigga. I do my job. You know what I'm saying? We gotta pay. I got one. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I don't. No, go ahead. That's your question. Okay. 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 I got another one for you guys. No, no, I got you. Wait, no. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna read this one. How do you feel about the last mistake you made? And did you learn from it? Okay. The, like, the latest one. Latest, latest mistake in what sense? In what sense? No, that's for everyone in this room, personally. Mm-hmm. It's not only for today. Is it like career-wise? Is it just, just in like general. Your last mistake, because you learn so, from everything so you do. So we're going to pivot. We're pivoting to like self-expression. Yeah, yeah, Self-care yeah. Yep. and things like this. Okay, so 
Shit. Last mistake, bro. <laughs> take us out. Take us away. Your last mistake. You know what? Wait. Should you tell them what it is? I'm not gonna say what my last. No, you okay. you don't gotta say if you okay. don't want to. But did you feel like you learned from it? Yeah, I think. Give us some spice, bro. Tell us. Tell us what the last mistake. Or tell us shit. <laughs> I think that my the, the last mistake. It's a, it's taken me a very long time to learn from it. I'll mm-hmm. say that it's taken me a very very long time. Um, and I'm not just like stretching like over a year and you know I, I think I think a lot about it because it's one of those things where you go through this process of hurting a bunch of people mm-hmm. all at once right and it, your intention is very rarely is your intention like I'm going to hurt you mm-hmm. uh, in an emotional way but that that ends up being the case because at the end of the day you know like you're going through some type of pain and the reality of it is that you're going to project that pain and that idea of like projection can ultimately just sum up like my mistakes in a nutshell it's like mm-hmm. projecting things onto people causing um just ripples in everyone's life around you and then from there severing connections is all linked to this idea of like projection right you don't know how to deal with your trauma you don't know how to deal with like x y and z and therefore mm-hmm. you create problems that don't don't even need to involve other people but you involve other people just mm-hmm. to make it all the more like consuming so it's that overthinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it becomes a, it it's becomes a, a black effect. hole. Yeah. yeah. So I've learned from it. Am I? Am I like correcting it? You know, I'm trying to, but shit, like, it, there's a humanity to it mm-hmm. that I can't fight sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how's it even going yeah. on? Gio, how about you? Yeah, how about you, Gio? Oh man, not I quite. Feel like I feel like my last mistake definitely made me realize more about myself than I did in like the past couple of years and that was like sometime last year wow. it was how much you learn from it man it's just more of like a humbling experience like sometimes I feel like I am bad at picking up on people's emotions like I just come off as cold yeah. and I just feel like I I may not even see it but I probably hurt some feelings like I've definitely heard some feelings and and just looking back and like listening to like what people felt that you made them feel you're like damn I fucked up that wasn't even, that wasn't even supposed to be the vibe and you can't really change it um I feel like my my personal mistake is honestly like it's just it's just a matter of like not giving, not letting people continue to prove that they're trustworthy. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like that, that was my last mistake. And like, again, that's just the last time that I ever want to like experience that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a certain, there's a certain amount of things that you have to go through with someone before you can actually trust them. And like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like that's something you experience within like a year. You know what I mean? That's something that you actually like have to go through with that other person. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's that was my last mistake. Don't trust these bitches. I'll give it. Uh, <laughs> me, um It's not um it wasn't really about trust, it was more so um leading towards um believing in myself. And it was more so I put so much I just put so much somewhere. And I knew I shouldn't. Like, I put so much in someone else's plate when I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And I got comfortable with it there, and that shit snowballed, like you said, right back in my face. 
And yeah, I learned from it. Uh, I've learned to be a lot more to myself. Like, I don't think you're here shit about me or. I, I don't even like to express myself towards people. Like, when I see someone, like, no, you know, I, won't, I won't talk. Moving I'll let you do key, the talking. Mo- moving low key yeah. is way better. Yeah, and I feel you on that. Yeah, that should, I don't know, that should fuck through my head completely. I don't care who you are, but it's like, you won't hear me speak about myself at all. Mm, yeah, my issue with that is that, like, and it, it, I love the same exact way, but, like, a lot of people mistake, like, moving low key with, like, not being expressive, and it's like, no. Yeah, you think I you're just, a dickhead I sometimes. Don't, like, I don't, like, I, I regulate my emotions to the extent that, like, I'm not going to be, like, bawling my eyes out. Facts. It's like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I want to move low key. It's quiet. Day. Like, I don't want to be expressing myself that much. Yeah. And if I do, I do it through. He my still art. needs it. We can do a therapist, baby boy. Bro, well, yeah, everybody yeah. needs a therapist. I don't that's, know that's, that's, that's a therapist, bro. That's a different. That's a different that's type a different of help. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, like, I mean, speaking on what you said about, like, being expressive, it's like, I think, even though, like, I, I move low, low key, I think I do lack. The ability of expression, like I, I just, I, I think I do like it. I think I'm not, I'm not expressive. I'm, I'm really, like I'm really, like don't talk to anybody about anything. Nobody really knows what what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just fast. I mean, it, it, I, like it's very much until like things boil over mm-hmm. that people will find out. And I mean, that's part of like my last mistake too. Is like, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of my of my mistakes recently have been things I've done to myself, like not talking about certain things when it, if you talk about it, then it wouldn't have came yeah. yeah. a problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, or like dealing with a problem internally, even though there's another person involved and it's like, all right, I didn't even involve them in this healing yeah. process. I just healed on my own. And then he died after school. And the thing is like that I learned from, I know what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, Applying that knowledge in like the moment, and like yeah. it's like in the moment, it's like sometimes you just you just you, just you lose it. it. Yeah, yeah, you, you lose it in the moment. Sometimes it's just. But sometimes we're just we're so. I don't know if you guys feel this, but sometimes you think about what you're gonna say to yourself after, like, "Oh, you fucked up," mm-hmm. and like all that <laughs> negative self talk that comes with it. Yeah. Like, I think about that, like period even if it's like a day yeah. you're just like fucking I look at beating the fuck out of yourself up yeah like I look at those as like for example I, mi- I hate when I miss on an opportunity where it would be like and obviously like if I had a good conversation with someone and like I knew I could like put up like put them on to the what, what is it that I do whether it be this podcast or whatever else that I do mm-hmm. instead of like talking about it I, I always hesitate because I'm not the type to throw myself at people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you find me it's organic I don't want I don't want to put it in your face mm-hmm. well, yeah, I mean, yeah, hindsight is always is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you how do you deal with those negative thoughts that come like the, the negative thoughts, whether it's those negative thoughts or just negative thoughts in general, like that come from your mistakes and not like how do how do you guys cope with them personally? Why? Mm. I don't know. I I took that fucking approach of you're you're as human as you can be. And, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, there's only so much that you can do. So, it's, like, you can't be looking back, like, a week ago and be, like, damn, I wish I invested in, like, X, Y, and Z, right? Like, you mm-hmm. you get so caught up in this idea of, like, that idea of, like, I wish I did that or, damn, I could have done this. Like, you are you focus too much on what happened and you're never going to be able to see what what can happen next. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that's the cycle right there. So, I tried really hard to break that idea 
And then from there, I've been able, I feel like I've been able to like look ahead a lot easier because I'm not thinking about like, damn, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Mm -hmm. And that prevents it. Just it's that that's like one of the worst snowballs. Like you just get so caught up in everything mm -hmm. you could have done, and you can't get out. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Can we relay that question? Can you relay that question? Oh, okay. Basically, how do you deal with your? How do you deal with that negative? Those negative thoughts that come into your head, whether it's from mistakes or just negative thoughts in general that just come up. As of lately, like, this days with, honestly, I think I could sit there and just want, I want to scream type shit because I'm so tight. Like, it's just random, like, because it would it be like a song that plays or something that just happens. And, you know, I know, I don't know, I call it deja vu when I see shit and I'm like, oh shit. But now, personally, the, what I've learned from, like, and how to, how what, what I've learned from it and, like, how to cope with it, personally, is I just try to think of tomorrow or the next day. I don't, I try, like, if it's a negative thought that comes up, like, I try to be like, okay, that's happened already. I'm good. Mm. How do I prevent that from happening tomorrow? And so on and so on for the next whatever. And I just look into the future. I don't really sit back and dwell on whatever the fuck doesn't happen. What you, bro? Nigga, I, I, I do what I done this whole pandemic, my nigga. When she gets too stressed with my nigga, I just go to sleep, bro. <laughs> I'm going straight down to the bed, bro. Y'all, yo, bro, I'm on that. What's his name? Jay Holiday shit, bro. Yeah, I'ma take you to bed. Yo, nigga, I'd be, I be taking myself over there. I'd be like, work, fuck this shit. So every time you stress, you go to sleep. Yo, my nigga, I don't do shit. I, I swear <laughs> to God. I will just go to sleep. <laughs> I'll, I'll do one thing. So what I, what I what I do is um, I've been journaling. So I'll journal in my book. I'll say everything I need to say. But I, I try I try my best because even if I am sleeping, I'll do my best to like do something that'll push me forward. You know what I mean? Just so I don't fall into back into powder. So whether that be like waking up in the morning, that one thing is going to the gym. Then for the rest of the day, I'm just like. <gasps> No, I mean, or, or if I'm intentionally, if I, I'm like, all right, hey, what's going on? Pull up, come through the crib. You know what I'm saying, bro? Mm -hmm. Like, just anything that'll that'll give me like room for me to be able to create when I am stable. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's that's what I do. That's how I deal with my pain. You know what I mean? And I talk to my therapist. Okay. okay. I feel like I just try to tell myself like, oh, this will be fine. You'll be fine in a couple of days. Like I've been just trying to tell myself like, yo. Ride this out in two days, you'll be good. And I just kind of look forward to, like you said, waking up, going to the gym. It's like, all right, because even though I'm down and even though I may not feel like doing shit the rest of the day, when I go to the gym and I just do jack shit for the rest of the day, I'm just like, all right, at least you fucking took care of yourself. Um, but yeah, and also just trying to stay more present. I've been slowly getting better at that. Um, but I feel like because of that, I see the world differently and now I'm just like damn I was missing out yeah um, I feel the same exact way no like that's well that's part of the reason that's part of the way I do it too you should be present no I'm, I'm, I mean that's what you mean no no that's you about him being present be present no but I think but I, I think everybody struggles everybody struggles with being present mm. no but uh, it's just like being it's, it's, it's hard to be present after you deal with something like really traumatic yeah, yeah so no, you, it's, it's, it's easy it's easy to just think of how this could have played out differently, how this could, it's like, oh, well, well, this, well, I get another chance shot at this later in the future. It's, it's, it can be really tough. I mean, being present is, 
one of the things I watch a lot of like skits on YouTube like that just like because it just takes your mind off of it mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. and that helps you be present because you're invested into the mm-hmm. art I mean that's that's I mean I've strayed away a lot from TV shows and from a lot from movies but I've gotten a lot more into books and like and that allows you to be present because you're legit I mean you have to you think you have to read you gotta think mm-hmm. you gotta process what you're reading I think things like that I mean and that's why a lot of people binge TV shows because they're, they're invested into this and bring you in the that's very present but binging isn't present no I mean yeah it's not I mean you're, you're in a you're in a you're in like a in a like a yeah, a limbo you're yeah, like a yeah, limbo like, you gotta finish the shit you can fall you can fall out of it you can that shit can become dark you, you know what you're, I mean? in a, you're in a limbo when you're binging that's but there but there is pros to it because it does keep you more like keeps your mind on okay I'm watching this because normally when you're dealing with something traumatic it's like okay I could have done this wait mm-hmm. what do I have to do tomorrow and then I, I have to like, like, I'm doing this and it's like it's it can be very much so yeah. I, you know you just don't want to like for me what I've noticed is that like it's not it's never a good idea for me to to like sort of like not give my I guess I guess in terms of like binging not give myself a chance for me to experience something even if I'm not able to experience something you know what I'm saying so it's like in terms of like reading like definitely reading it's just important for me not to get into the, the work overload mindset because like you notice when you go when as men especially when we when we go through traumatic shit our our whole head shifts and we just go into overwork 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 how do we make it so we just don't have any time to think about anything yeah, else about work that's my life you know what I'm saying every time no, every time I'm tired I don't want to work you just give me yeah and it's like and it's like it's like what that does is like it's like it's like whereas like binging I say okay like you're 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 not necessarily present but like you're doing something it's like working tech definitely does take you out of that sense of I guess for me you know the, I mean? the issue is uh watching something is always going to be work same way like if you listen to music like you're, you're oh, yeah. thinking about way oh, more than just oh that's that's it bro I, so I, 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 I should have I should have I don't listen to music yeah. I do not listen to music mm-hmm. we have 30 seconds top yeah but 30 it. seconds tops if it's a really good song listen to like the whole thing and I'll re-listen to it but like I have I have very slim like like I, I don't know I was talking to someone the other day and they're like yo I have a 6 hour playlist I should share with you and I was like huh? yeah, I think <laughs> I think I have an hour and 30 probably just put like one artist's four different albums <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but like and that's and that's tough as a creator I can, I can only imagine how tough that is as a creator things though. that things that you normally I do like normally that are an escape for other people mm. is like this is work this is more work what's up guys so thoughts ruined our outro so we never got a chance to say thank you to Damien and outro the episode. So here we are saying thank you to Damien for coming on our episode, spending some time with us, giving his, us his insight on the film world. And we wish him the best in his future endeavors. Um, if you want to keep up with him, his link to his Instagram will be in our bio of this video. And it'll also be on our Instagram page as well as the link to his film self-titled. We really thank him for coming on. And as always, this has been Space for Growth. Peace and love, guys. We'll see you.